This is Purple Roof Podcast and audio articles giving you the latest news and research from the green roof industry. And this is part two of my article, What is Evapotranspiration? Transpiration in Arid Conditions The loss of water through the stomata also has a cooling effect on the plants. But however, if days are hot and transpiration high, the plants may run out of water in the soil, and this can of course be deadly for the plants. But some plants, such as sedum plants, have developed adaptations to survive arid and inhospitable environments, such as deserts or tundras. These kind of plants are very useful for green roofs, as the conditions on a green roof tend to be very extreme. Green roof soil media tend to be very porous and dry out fast. Now, most so-called normal plants, or C3 plants, they're normal with regard to their photosynthesis apparatus, open their stomata during the day and close them at night when photosynthesis comes to a halt. Sedum plants are often used on extensive green roofs and these plants have developed a strategy called Crassulacean Acid Metabolism, or CAM. These plants keep their stomata closed during the day and open them during the cool night in order to conserve water. Some of the sedums can even switch between CAM and C3 depending on the conditions. Now these plants are referred to as facultative CAM. Another adaptation can be found in the so-called C4 plants, such as grasses, and we will discuss these plants in another article. What affect transpiration rates? As with simple evaporation rates, relative humidity, wind and temperature are important for the same reasons. Water supply is of course essential. Water-stressed plants can often close their stomata to conserve water. And light can also affect how stomata open and close. And this is something one should take into consideration when estimating transpiration rates in different countries at different latitudes. There are varying strategies of plants to deal with water loss, for example CAM versus C3 as we've already mentioned. But leaf size is another critical factor, as is the number of leaves and the number of stomata per leaf. Some plants have leaf cuticles or tiny hairs called trichomes that also affect transpiration rates. Green roofs are tricky. On the one hand, we want evapotranspiration to be very high to get rid of stormwater as quickly as possible and prepare to absorb the next storm. But on the other hand, we want the plants to conserve water and not to dry out in the thin soil media between storms. And we also do not want to have to irrigate green roofs to support plants. Now, this is a challenging task to design a plant palette that minimizes the need for additional irrigation. LEED in particular is giving the green roof designers a quite tough time balancing the desire for native plants in a very shallow soil profile and yet at the same time forbid irrigation. This shows the importance of using different roof systems for different climates and abandoning the current strategy of a one-size-fits-all for soil and vegetation. Root pressure the second process driving water loss in plants is root pressure. 
This is a different process that contributes to water transport and loss in plants, but is distinct from the mass flow created by water evaporating through the stomata. Root pressure is created by osmotic processes in the roots. Now, what are these osmotic processes, you may ask? Well, sugars and other solute concentrate in the cells, which result in an osmotic, osmotic potential gradient and pull of water from the soil into the root cells. The maximum pressure that can be achieved by this process is 0.6 megapascals, and this can drive water to a maximum height of 6.87 meters. So, well, you see, for high trees, root pressure isn't the main factor driving water loss. However, for short plants, root pressure can be a significant force driving water transport, something we should not forget when designing green roofs. Many plants are even able to accumulate nutrients and water despite being grown at 100% humidity, like for example sunflower plants. This of course suggests that for some species, root pressure may well be the primary process moving water through the plants, at least during certain conditions. Root pressure is responsible for gottation, the creation of small droplets of water on leaf sheets and straws during the dark hours. Guttation should not be confused with dew formation, which is a different process entirely. There is a lot of confusion in the green roof industry regarding plant choices and their subsequent evapotranspiration rates. It is said that sedums do not evaporate enough water when compared to other more perennial-like plants with larger leaves. Well, this is partly correct, but is still incomplete. There are six hundred different sedums in the same family. Some have tiny silvery needles which can have extremely low evapotranspiration rates, whereas others have large perennial type leaves that evapotranspire a lot. So the question to ask is, what sedums are we talking about? In the US, we mostly work with large leaf sedums, whereas in Northern Europe, we mostly use needles. Now, when these large leaf sedums have enough water, they evapotranspire the same as most other perennials. Nonetheless, when water becomes scarce, the sedums switch to cam to preserve water and they can deal with this prolonged drought and the perennials need irrigation or they will die. Summary. Evapotranspiration is the driving factor to be considered for a green roof design. So why is that? Well, water retention through soil profile design needs to match the evapotranspiration rates of the plants that are desired on a particular location with a specific rain pattern and a specific rain volume. One can truly not design a green roof without fully understanding the annual water balance and evapotranspiration rates of the plant palette in the making of a green roof design. Needless to say, this is a task best left to the experts. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, you can contact us per email at info at purple-roof.com or through our website contact form. And don't forget to subscribe to us. You can find us on all the major podcast directories and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube. My name is Anna Sakrisen and this is Purple Roof Podcast and audio articles bringing you the latest news and research from the green roof industry.